0: The Arizona Coyotes are not only busy on the ice, they are also busy in our community. Welcome to the Coyotes Care Podcast. A look at the Coyotes as they give back to our community. Here's your host, Vanessa Ramirez. Hello and welcome to another Coyotes Care Podcast. This time we have Blue Cross Blue Shield's President and CEO, Pam Cahaley. Pam, thank you for joining us today. We're excited to have you. So for those that aren't too familiar with Blue Cross Blue Shield of Arizona, can you give us a short description of what you do for Arizona?
1: Sure. We, um, we have, uh, we're an insurance company here in Arizona, located in Arizona. We've been in business for almost 80 years and uh, we've got 2,600 employees that are very dedicated to elevating the health, overall health of Arizonans.
0: Okay. So, when you filled the position as president and CEO, you said you wanted to help make Arizona one of the healthiest states in the nation. Now, I'm sure you weren't expecting something like the pandemic and COVID 19. So, how have you faced that challenge being a healthcare insurer?
1: You know, I, I think the covid situation was something that nobody expected and nobody was prepared for the uh, the the need to quickly pivot and move all employees out of the office to work from home was an extraordinary effort that um, all companies rose to the challenge for. You saw the, the health industry make a very quick shift to telehealth, so if people could stay home and stay safe. It, it really changed our focus as well. We uh, we had to shift gears and start focusing on the immediate um, immediate health health crisis that. Was COVID, and so we we had to be a source of information to our our members to help them understand what was going on, how they could be safe. We uh, we engaged very quickly as soon as the vaccines were available, partnering with the state to help deliver vaccines to to Arizonans. So it really pushed us out of the things that we normally did as our jobs into things that were were new to us, but were really important for the uh, overall health of uh, Arizona.
0: So let's talk about mental health. I mean, a lot of people, you know, were experiencing a different situation, a different household, a different way of living. So how are you guys providing for those, you know, concerning mental health?
1: Mental health, it's it's one of those things that people really generally don't understand it is as important as physical as physical health we we employ about 300 clinicians at lacrosse Blue shield of arizona we have physicians and nurses and we have many behavioral health professionals that help to ensure our members receive not just the physical care that they need, but the mental care that they need—that's safe and effective—and so we um, we we understand that important connection between. Med- um, mental and physical health. We call it whole person integrated care. And you can't ignore one at the expense of the other, they have to be taken together. And so we, uh, we've structured our organization with that concept in mind, and we have engaged very heavily in the community to help the community needs around mental health, which in Arizona are, are, are a very high need. We are rated 48th in the nation for the number of clini- mental health clinicians per 100,000 um, people. We just don't have enough of those types of clinicians to meet the needs of our population here. And so we've got um, downstream problems because of that that are, that are pretty significant here in Arizona.
0: Wow, I didn't know that. Those, those are alarming numbers. Yeah. So what kind of programs are you guys working on to like help improve those numbers?
1: We, we have a, uh, a program that we started back in 2018, and it's called Mobilize AZ, and uh, since that 2018 launch, we have invested more than $10 million into our communities aimed specifically at improving mental health and treating substance use disorder. And um, we, um, we identify organizations that we can partner with, much like we have with, with you and the Coyotes, to see how we can help improve the, the mental health situation here in Arizona. So I'll, I'll share a couple of examples of, of those programs. One of, the, one of the things that we did um, uh, la- la- year before last, we partnered with the University of Arizona Center for Rural Health and the Arizona Coalition for Military Families, and um, that the, the the program that we um, supported is called Be Connected, and it works with um, service members, um, veterans, their families, and it provides resources and crisis intervention to reduce deaths by suicide. And we look for those types of programs where we can really make a difference, and and work with those organizations to improve the um, the the state of mental health in Arizona. We we also, aside from from working with partners here in Arizona on on mental health programs, we we and i'm really proud to say we we have a community of 2600 employees that really engage in supporting the health of the community and i i think i'm pretty sure i can say this we're the only company that i know of the only company that i know of that actually pays our employees an annual bonus if we improve targeted arizona health metrics so our um last year and this year our targeted metric was to reduce the number of deaths due to opioid overdose. And so if we hit that reduction, if we hit that target goal, then the employees at Blue Cross Blue Shield of Arizona um, get a bonus. If we don't, they don't. And so it really focuses focuses our energies and our resources on what's most important and where we can make an impact. And so we've got all of these people that really care about elevating that, that, that performance and, and, and achieving that goal.
0: That's a nice incentive too.
1: (laughs) Yes, of course.
0: (laughs) So how successful has that
1: been? Well, uh, we did not hit the goal last year, which we're, you know, it's not, obviously it's just, it's not just the money. The fact that we were not able to reduce the deaths as we targeted, it's, it's, it's really sad. Um, this year we are ahead of our goal. And so uh, we have invested a lot in various programs around this particular uh, metric, and we're doing, we're doing better this year than we did last year.
0: Oh, good. I'm glad to hear that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, you're busy. You have a lot on your plate. I mean, you're dealing with new issues and new challenges that we've never had to deal with before. How do you stay healthy mentally and physically?
1: Um, I... I obviously physical health that's easier that's that's easier to to kind of get your head around I I get on the peloton bike uh, most mornings at 5 30 I'm out there pedaling away but um but mental health is also something that I, I make a point to make time in my, in my week and days for. Um, we, uh, you know, I mentioned a statistic earlier on mental health. Arizona, we rank low on all kinds of mental health metrics relative to the nation. We're 36th in the nation for frequent mental distress, and we're actually 39th in the nation for lives lost to suicide here in arizona so um so it's really such a critical important area for individuals to take seriously take seriously for yourselves and take seriously for your friends and your loved ones i personally what i do is i i make time out of every week to, to just really reflect on my mental state. I, um, I actually have a, a favorite tree in my backyard that I look at. Um, I preferably, I'm sitting underneath that tree, but sometimes it's just so hot outside that I look at the tree from my uh, air-conditioned house. But the, the tree helps put me put things in perspective for me and it makes many of my life stressors seem um, almost inconsequential when you look at this beautiful larger than life tree um, and and there's been a lot of studies around nature connectiveness and the positive impact it, ha- it has on mental health I also make very specific time that I carve out with, um, to spend time, quality time with my family. So for instance, we get together every Sunday for dinner, and this is so beneficial for, for my mental health to, to be able to connect with those I love and and that I care about, care about. I, um, I remind myself that, um, that life is finite. You know, we, we basically have, 29,000 days from the day we're born to the day we pass away. And each day that passes, we're never going to get back. So I really work hard. Just, I, I strive to find beauty and fulfillment in every single day. Some days it's harder to find those than others, but every day is a gift. And I, I constantly tell myself that this day I'll never get back. Enjoy it. Find the beauty in it because you've only got a limited number of those days on this on this earth.
0: I like the way you think about it. And I love that you say, you know, every day is a gift. But sometimes I like to, you know, I like to share this, this type of information, because someone that's listening, maybe you give them an idea like, oh, this would be a nice way to relax or unwind. And I know I've been trying to learn how to meditate. (laughs) I don't know if that, but it is challenging. Um, So but you know, looking at a tree or a beautiful, you know, plant outside would definitely encourage me to relax for a minute. But you know we're non-stop so sometimes it's hard to do that so that's great that you do take the time out to focus on that
1: yeah meditation is hard it takes a lot of practice and and kudos to you i try to do it too it's very very difficult to do
0: i hear it helps a lot though <laughs> so, it,
1: does. it does
0: and i'm sure it helps a lot with mental health and it's just like i and they even say to take you know a baby steps even if it's just like for one minute if you can try to relax your mind In your body for one minute and then gradually you'll you'll work your way up but it's definitely a challenging task
1: that's exactly right
0: so thank you for sharing that part you know with everyone you probably gave someone an idea and i love it um so why did uh blue cross blue cross blue shield of arizona decide to partner with the arizona coyotes
1: well, the the Arizona Coyotes are very number one of all of our company our Coyotes fans. But setting that aside, they um, they're very like minded in their mission. Um, the the Coyotes the the Coyotes Care Foundation's mission is to enhance the quality of life throughout Arizona communities, and that very much aligns with our mission to inspire health and make healthcare easy for people, and um, when you join two organizations, you get at least double the impact of just one trying to do it on their own. And when you have two like-minded organizations that are really focused on elevating the community, you get a double bang for your buck. So we, we think that we're that the Coyotes have, have been just such wonderful partners to to work together on community initiatives. So
0: what's some, what are some of those initiatives or programs that you guys have already done that have been a success?
1: Well, we the 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 um the Coyotes talks around mental health have been, I think, really helpful to people. I I'm really excited about something that we just rolled out, which was the um, the small business spotlight award, and um, this is a this is a really really particularly important program following the the pandemic, that um, you know many businesses. Had, had suffered because they were forced to shut their doors down, and and their business models were were completely shaken up. But this this program um, provides grants to small businesses that have applied. Them that the grants can be used to fund their health and wellness program, and it's it's for the, the I call them the micro businesses, really small. And um, many many of those smaller businesses they can't afford to fund. Wellness and health access for for their employees, and so this is um, this allows them to to have access to to potentially do that.
0: Wow, that's awesome! I mean, we definitely need that. It's definitely important right now during this time. So, how what's the criteria, or how does a small business apply?
1: So we've actually we've already received. Uh, almost 100 applications and we'll, we'll we've narrowed those, those applica- applicants down to 11 finalists. And then from those 11, we're gonna select five winners. And um, those winners will then, will have the opportunity to have access to these funds to help with their wellness uh, programs. And they'll also be spotlighted by the Coyotes, which I think is, is really, really cool.
0: Nice. how challenging is that to narrow it down to five small businesses?'
1: It's, it's really difficult and I, I've actually read many of the submissions and you, you you can feel the struggle that these businesses have been through over the last year and a half. The, the small small employers in Arizona, they, they employ about 44% of the state's workforce. So these are really vital to our economy. And um, they're struggling and reading these stories, they were just just really, so many of them were just heartbreaking and they're just struggling to to make it and get through this really difficult period. So it was hard, it's really hard to narrow it down.
0: Well, I can't wait to see who the top five winners are and I'm glad that they'll be able to use that, um, use that program. So, yeah. What about next year? Will you guys continue this next year in 2022?
1: (laughs) Well, I hope so. What's what's great about our partnership with the Coyotes is that we, we both talk about how we can make the biggest impact and we're able to flex based on what's happening. I don't know if we would have looked at doing a small business spotlight program before COVID, but we saw the impact of COVID. So, so I'm hoping that we come up with something that's creative and really needed and impactful in the community for 2022.
0: I know there's so many changes, right? It's day by day and like, who knew we'd be going through what we went through this year?
1: <laughs> so true.
0: So different. Um, so, what other goals or programs do you does Blue Cross Blue Shield of Arizona have for the remainder of the year that you guys want to, you know, apply?
1: Well, we're um, we're we're really interested in um, making sure that our members have the tools and the resources that they need to be as healthy as they can be, and so a lot of our focus is really. Um, directed toward that, making sure that people get the right care at the right time at the right place. A lot of our efforts have been around vaccination because we can't recover from a health perspective or from an economic perspective until we really um just just get rid of this covid virus and the only way we can really be safe from it is if we get at least 70% of the population vaccinated and we're we're still a little bit under 50% and with the delta variant that is now the predominant variant that transmits is much more Um, transmissible than the original, Um, we're starting to see a little bit of an uptick again in the number of people that are getting sick from COVID that are landing in the hospital. And we're still seeing people die every single day in Arizona because of the COVID um, virus. We, uh, I just looked at it um, yesterday and the over the last 10 days we've had nine people pass away every day on average over the last 10 on average over the last 10 days. So this kind of is our priority. It's just to help people get the resources to keep them safe and get past this this COVID um, disaster.
0: Um, How would you encourage one to get the vaccine? Like what if they're a little hesitant about it? Like how can we encourage people to go out and roll up their sleeve and get it done?
1: A lot of it is education. And so we have spent a lot of energy around helping people understand what the virus is, how it works, how vaccines work, um, how they, um, how safe they are, those types of things. So we we have a lot of resources that we send to our members on just educating them, and I think that's step one. Then you know I think step two is making it really easy to get the get the um, the vaccine, and the the state run. Vax centers were were helpful, but those were hard some, for some people to get to, to. You know, to drive through there and you know get a vaccine. So now the the vaccine is distributed to more of our standard distribution, like our your doctors and your health clinics. So you can just go and make a CVS. You can just make an appointment and just get them easily now. So it's 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 helping people find find how and where to get those. Um, so they can see how easy it is to get get it now
0: well hopefully the, the percentage will increase soon so yes and go back to what we call the new normal life
1: exactly i hope so
0: yes me too um anything else you want to share with the podcast listeners
1: no i, I uh, appreciate the opportunity and uh look forward to uh continuing to work together to, to make a positive impact in arizona
0: all
1: right well thank you so
0: much for your time cam and i hope you have a great day
1: thank you so much
0: All right, that does it for this episode of the Coyotes Care Podcast. Thank you for joining us today, and we can't wait to share the next episode with you. But until then, you can follow the Arizona Coyotes Foundation on social media for the latest information. You can head to Instagram at Arizona Coyotes Foundation, Twitter at Yotes Foundation, or Facebook at Arizona Coyotes Foundation. Thank you again. I'm Vanessa Ramirez. Stay safe out there. Bye.